Entrepreneur on Fire 1082. Make sure you're focusing on gratitude and service to others. The rest will follow. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. The number one trait successful entrepreneurs have in common is they set and accomplish goals. Allow me to introduce my passion project, The Freedom Journal. This leather-bound journal will guide you in setting and accomplishing your goal in 100 days. Visit thefreedomjournal.com to find out more. Ignite. As a business owner, your company is only as good as the people you hire. ZipRecruiter can help, and today you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Looking for a website host that provides 24-7 live support, one-click WordPress installs, and an easy-to-use website builder? Get started at HostGator.com by using promo code FIRE and the number 30. Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? Johnny Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Pamela Herman. Pamela, are you prepared to ignite? Um, kind of like bacon grease on an open flame. <laughs> Yes, I had that for breakfast. Pamela is a best-selling author, host of the Customers for Life podcast, and a national speaker on the subject of creating customers for life. She works with small and mid-market companies to identify the blind spots and open loops in the customer journey, both online and and offline. That's where the money's leaking out. So she teaches them how to get the small adjustments done that can have a massive impact on the profits line. Whoa, Pamela, fill in some of the gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse in your personal life. You betcha. Well, first of all, thank you so very much, John. Appreciate it. And a hearty congratulations on your recent Forbes article. That is a very big deal. It was awesome. I'm really excited about it. Thank you. Pumped, pumped. Okay. Yeah. So like most entrepreneurs... My resume looks a little bit like a crazy quilt. And if you boil me down to the core essence, because I'm not going to bore you with all the different things that I've done, although they've been really exciting. But if you kind of look at the core essence as an entrepreneur within me, you're going to find two key drivers. Number one, I'm a big, big, big fan of the immigrant mindset. Let me explain that. Imagine leaving behind everything familiar and moving into the unfamiliar. Think about the uncertainty, the unknowing, and really the things that create the most fear for the majority of us, really. And perhaps you don't even speak the language where you're going. Entitlement is a luxury that you can't afford, right? Mm. Imagine operating outside your ego in order to do work that you might feel is beneath you um, as you kind of have your eye on the bigger picture. It might be legacy for your children's sake, right? We hear these stories all the time of people who come to our country who are highly educated in their homeland and they're cleaning offices at night. Maybe they're even working two or three jobs here. So this is all about being scrappy. My mom was an entrepreneur, or pardon me, my mom was a, was an immigrant. She came here from the Azores when she was a teenager and everything that I'm talking about, she taught me just by, not through words, but through action. She was just a doer, super creative. And so that's really where I model a lot of my business uh, fortitude is from the immigrant mindset. And the second thing 
that you would find is that I just have this insatiable curiosity about people and things and ideas and why things are the way they are. They are, And I learned this primarily from being a parent. My kids are a little bit older now, but I learned to view the world from the perspective of the observer. And if, you ever, have you, if you've ever spent even a couple of hours with a preschooler, you know what I'm talking about, right? Besides the word no, can you guess <laughs> what is the most commonly used word by a preschooler, John? Why? Very good. It is why. And oh my gosh, they ask this all day long, (laughs) right? So if you ever want to take a concept and boil it down to something that fits on a pinhead, just hang out with a three-year-old for a few hours. (laughs) It's kind of like, it goes, it kind of rolls like this. And I had a bazillion conversations like this as a parent. You know, okay, sweetie, it's time to put on your pajamas. Why? Because it's time for bed. Well, why do I have to go to bed? Because it's bedtime and it's dark out. Why is it dark out? Because the sun has set. And by now you start getting really frustrated, right? Well, why did the sun set? And it's about this time that you're just like, just put on your pajamas. But this can go on and on for hours because they're just so curious, right? And the beauty is they have no fences. They have no boundaries or filters or previous experience, right? Nothing has shaped their knowledge at this point. So infinite possibilities exist. And I really think that this is probably the number one quality required for success in entrepreneurialism. You know, it's curiosity. And between you and me, John, I think, um, don't tell anybody this, but I think there's a book idea. <laughs> Fire Nation, we're going to bring you in on this. There is a book idea. <laughs> there is a book idea. But anyway, so kind of fast forwarding to today, I'm on a one woman mission to really get businesses to understand that there's only one key differentiator in today's economy, and that's the customer experience. And it's all inside of you. It's what you create. And that's it. Most businesses are about three to four years behind in what they need to know about new media marketing. And so across all touch points, customers are talking, they're online, right? They're venting, they're praising, they're searching. And a lot of traditional businesses, mom and pop, brick and mortar, service-based, locally owned, they're way, way, way behind what we know. And my job is to help school them. Let's get them ramped up so that they don't become irrelevant in the very, very near future. Thank goodness that you already have a podcast because I was going to have to stop this episode to make sure that I spent the next 30 minutes teaching you how to podcast because, Pamela, you just have this voice, this energy that needs to get out into the world. And Fire Nation, you can already hear it. So Customers for Life podcast needs to get on that rotation for obvious reasons. And we're only at five minutes right now. So, I mean, oh boy. hold on we're- to your afterburners. <laughs> <laughs> we are thrusting into the atmosphere. <laughs> Pamela, Let's challenge you right now with a 10-second response to somebody saying, what do you do exactly? I do this a little bit differently. I keep it super conversational because I don't want it to sound inauthentic. So, John, think about a time when you engaged with a business and you walked away shaking your head thinking, man, they just don't get it. All the time. Okay. So how'd that make you feel? Like I'm never doing repeat business with them. Ah, exactly. So this is what we would call a blind spot. And for customers, feelings are fact. This is money, right? And so what I do is I go in there and I look at all of these different touch points where customers are engaging with a business or they're searching for a business, and I close those loops. And what we do is we go in there and we increase opportunity, or pardon me, what we do is we go in and we increase profitability by looking for those lost opportunities. That's it. Super simple. So Pamela, it's one thing to have a mission, to have a message and a voice and to want to get it out there into the world, but it's a whole other thing to create a viable business from that message, from that voice, but you've done so. Get specific with Fire Nation. What are the ways that you are generating revenue today? 
Well, it comes in a few different directions. I'm a paid speaker, so I get uh, opportunities to present to organizations of business owners. I consult to middle market companies uh, to help them create this process of really moving into being employee-centric and customer-centric in their systems and their processes. And then I'm all about doing discovery reports for businesses. I really just want to shine a light on the dark spaces in their business and say, this is the jumping off point. Here's what we're observing from the outside perspective, and let's help you move forward with a plan. And then, of course, I have the podcast, and hopefully in the very near future, that will be monetizing by bringing in some additional sponsors. Love that, the diversification. And, you know, when we were talking earlier, you were kind of bringing to mind, you know, my niece, who's four years old, who is always asking me why, and she's so cute. And her favorite song right now is, it's all about the bass, about the bass, no treble. She, she loves it. She has no idea what it means, but <laughs> she loves that song. And it kind of just makes me realize what Entrepreneur on Fire is all about. It's all about the story, about the story, no fluff, if I had to break it down. And Pamela, you're all about the story. So I want you to take us to a story, not an easy one, where you would consider your worst entrepreneurial moments and really take us there and tell us that story. So open kimono, right? Boom. It is open. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Um, The worst moment for me was when I realized I had put my financial future in somebody else's hands and things didn't go according to plan or to my expectation and it left my future uncertainty, uncertain. And it revolved around partnerships and there's a lot of different ways we can Take this example. Partnerships are a very tricky thing. I've been a lone wolf for the majority of my career as an entrepreneur, and I'm always looking for opportunities to collaborate with people. And of course, I, I have people that I outsource with, that I mastermind with, and I surround myself with. Partnerships are a whole nother level. You've been so blessed that you've found a great team of people to collaborate with, Perfect. whether they're partners. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so, you know, I take a hundred percent of the responsibility for being in that position. But when I was in the debris field, it terrified me and the, the boom came down and I was sitting there going, Oh my gosh, what does that next step look for me? And. You know, I don't live in a place of fear, but there was this epic lesson to be learned for me, and it came in the form of a two-by-four across my head. Figuratively or literally? No, that, that's just figuratively. Okay. I mean, it did feel like a two-by-four. Okay. It was one of those things where neurologically, my brain circuitry just started misfiring under all the stress, and my body was reacting to that. And I started attaching thoughts from past experiences into this present experience, and basically that little gremlin that rears up started telling me lies about my worth, right? And it was a pretty dark time for me. Anybody who's experienced crisis or trauma can relate to this. You know, all these emotions of grief, like anger and disappointment and loss, I was going through that full throttle. And I really couldn't think my way out of it because my brain was under so much stress. So it took a few days for me to work through it. Um, You know, so after a few days of laying on the sofa and crying and eating like, I don't know how many gallons of Haagen-Dazs. I love Haagen-Dazs. Right? It's the best. It's, it's my comfort food. Anyway, <laughs> I crawled out from underneath that mountain of tissues and I, I picked up the phone and I called a trusted advisor of mine. His name is Robert Smith out of Colorado Springs. And he's just somebody that always gives me really sound advice. And he gave me some of the best advice really that I've ever received. He gently reminded me, and actually I have this pinned up above 
my desk right here, so I'm just going to read it to you. Sure. He says, never forget who you are and the power that you possess instantly. It's all energy, Pam, and I know you know this. However, sometimes it helps me when someone reminds me that it's all energy and it can be shifted almost immediately. And that's when I had my really big aha because I thought, you know, all I have to do is detach from this emotional connection that I was having to this experience. And if I could take the emotion out, then I could look at that past experience and I could categorize it as wisdom. And I could say, you know what, this lesson came for a reason. You know, I don't know what the reason is. I'm not, I might not know for years. Who knows? It could be with my next partnership agreement. But regardless, it's a lesson and you need to forgive and you need to stop judging and you need to move into this higher plane so that you can start being productive. And that's what shifted my gears into, okay, next steps. What does that look like for me? So you want to go down that path? Yeah, I do. But first, I kind of want to just take a step back because you had that experience. And I think it's so valuable to be able to get to that point because of a trusted advisor, just because you're immersing yourself in in knowledge and abundance to have an experience like that. But one of the biggest struggles with entrepreneurs and with humans in general is we acclimate. You know, we have this experience and we have this aha and we get it. But then we go back to life as we knew it before and we don't keep going back to that. So just kind of give us a real quick rundown of how you currently keep yourself in that state of mind or bring yourself back there when you find yourself starting to slip out of it and then just continue on and dive into that aha. That's such a great question because it is you have this uh, when, when you find yourself wronged or perceived as being wronged, you start playing a loop in your head yeah. and this thing goes on on and on and on and you keep replaying it. The only way that you can move past it is to be thinking about your thoughts. So that's what I did. I started being really, really aware and heightened awareness around everything that was going through my brain. And we have something like 60,000 thoughts right. in a day. It's the major- yeah. And the majority of them are the same thoughts that you had yesterday. So how neurological, like I'm a total geek about quantum physics. Like yeah. I love this stuff. And Dr. Joe Dispenza is somebody who's, whose work I've studied. Do you know him? I don't. Oh my gosh, you should study his work. So you've seen the movie, What the Bleep Do We Know? Oh Yeah. Okay, he's one of the experts. He's the guy that's sitting there in front of that beautiful little crackling fire, and he's got this calm voice. Oh, he's so Do- cool. Oh, he's so cool. Dr. Joe Dispenza. So one of the things that he does is that he helps you understand this mind-body connection. So I've studied his work. And one of the things that I do multiple times throughout the day, you know, some people use a rubber band to to stop a thought. <laughs> I actually shift gears, and I do something a little bit different. So. What I do is I become aware that I'm playing a loop. Perhaps it's that gremlin. You call it the imposter. It's uh, it's something like where you stop that thought and I immediately go into wisdom. Mm. Thank you for the wisdom. I literally say those words out loud. Thank you for the wisdom. And then what I do is, you know, a lot of people try to map their future based on past experiences because it's what we know, right? Yeah. The future can't be mapped based on the past. It can't. What we have to be able to do is move into this, uh, move into kind of this quantum field where the future is unknown. All you have to do is start to experience the feeling of being in that future state. Don't worry about how you're going to get there. So that's really something that I'm practicing. I'm developing that skill of trying to experience feelings, future state feelings. But you have to stop and break that pattern of the loop that plays in your head that tells you you're not worthy, you're not good enough, uh, you'll never earn that much money because you never have in the past. All of those things are lies. They're lies that your your past programming has 
you know, planted in your head. And that's just neurology. It can be shifted easily. Thank you for the wisdom. Like, I love those words, and I love that you take a step back, give yourself some space, and say those words to kind of give you that reset that you need. And one thing, Pamela, that we don't talk about nearly enough as entrepreneurs that you really just kind of broach a little bit that I want to dive more into is the fact that, yeah, we all do know that entrepreneurs are fearful of failing, you know, have the imposter syndrome and the gremlin inside their head, but not enough people know that entrepreneurs are terrified of success too. Like, we make these stories in our heads that, you know, and we, that we don't deserve the success that's going to be coming our way. And a lot of it's not conscious. So we don't even know it's there. It's a subconscious thing. And that's where self-sabotage comes into play. What have you seen with that? Yeah, it's, uh, it's an area that I am constantly working on. I'm v- it's very present in my life right now because I, I know that I have a lot of power. And I, and I say that word power cautiously mm-hmm. because there are people who wield power in very unhealthy ways. But Yeah, like Alexander the Great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Donald Trump. No, never mind. Oh, We're not no. going to talk about politics. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Beep. Whoa. No. <laughs> but no, it's, it's one of those situations where what, what I want to be able to do is manifest. And to become a master manifester, you have to do this higher level thinking. There are people out there like Joe Dispenza who can teach you how to do higher level thinking. It is some pretty extraordinary stuff out there. And some of the the most successful entrepreneurs I know, they invest a lot of time and energy into shifting gears into this space. So, so yeah, if, if you are suffering from this belief, which by the way, belief is fiction. It's not real. It's just something that exists in the ether. It's something you've created, right? Could be a belief of anything, but it's not real or tangible. What you have to be able to do is start shifting gears and moving into this place where, look, we're all connected. Let's get with people who think like us, who design ideas, who further great ideas, who are going to elevate you or who you can elevate in the process. And so that's really where this whole connectedness thing, not just personally and philosophically, but through business, I think is is kind of like the next wave. I think it's what everybody wants. You know, technology has sort of taken us away from this level of connectedness and I'm here to tell you it is real. And as soon as organizations like Zappos, who just nailed it, right, they they really know how to connect their people to their customers. That's what it's all about. So become a master manifester like that to me is is a goal worthy. And I love you brought up Zappos. I mean, delivering happiness. They got it. They understand what we the end consumer wants. You know, right. we're not really buying shoes. We're, we're buying the happiness that the shoes are going to bring us. And if they can make that happen with the entire experience, who else are we going to go to? It's the happiness. Yeah. You know, it's, it's crazy. There's this awesome survey that was done. It was some research that was done by Gallup. And they released it at the end of last year. And they said, you know, we went out, we talked to 600 different companies. And we asked them, you know, do you think you're delivering superior customer service? And 80% of those businesses said yes. And then they went to their customers of these 600 companies. And they said, do you believe they deliver superior customer service? And only 8% agreed. Eight. Ouch. Eight. Isn't that crazy? So um, Such so a disconnect. Well, such a disconnect. You could drive a freight train through that statistic. <laughs> 72% right? worth. Yeah. Well, and maybe even more because some people are thinking, well, we're not superior, but we're working toward it. And okay. that's awesome. So you never want to stop improving, which is great. But one of the things that we want to be able to do as businesses to say, you are never there. 
You will never be there. And if you're not measuring it against the individual who is the most important person in that equation, which is the customer, then you're not looking at it from the right perspective, which is so funny to me because I talk to business owners and CEOs all the time. And I'm like, how do you think you're doing? And they're like, oh, you know, we think we're doing a great job. Our customers don't complain. Well, really only 4% of customers complain. So it's not really a fair measurement of how well you're doing. A lot of people are indifferent. You know, they'll just vote with their wallet and they'll go to that next person. Yeah, most, most customers just don't come back. That's just the reality. Right. Okay. So those could be the indifferent. But the people who are really pissed off or really, really love you, they're going to go online. And that's what I help businesses understand is that, you know, you – you're going to be subject to what I call a 10-second sledgehammer, and that's people going on Twitter. I did this the other day with Lowe's, and it was one of those deals where I was right behind somebody at the counter to to return something. There were three people behind that service desk, and one was helping the customer in front of me, and the guy working there had his arms crossed. He looked me in the eye, and he didn't say hello, didn't greet me, didn't say, we'll be with you in just a moment. Thanks for your patience. Nothing. Zero. So what did I do? I took a picture of him. And I tweeted it standing in line (laughs) and I tagged Lowe's. This is what consumers are doing today. And it's not that um, we want to teach consumers to be trolls and to go out there and to do mean-spirited things. We really want to use this. And I think, honestly, a lot of consumers use it because they feel like this is the only place they're heard. You know, we get the psychological – you know, we get our ch- our chest puffed up when other people start liking and commenting and acknowledging the pain that went, we went through with a business. And uh, that's where we're going. That's where we're going to express these feelings of a failed experience. And there's a lot of money right there on the table. That's low-hanging fruit for any business right there. It's so low-hanging. And Fire Nation, think about it. Why is Uber and Lyft taken off? It's because they have given us, the consumers, a voice, a vote. Every single time I call an Uber, I know that that person knows I'm going to give him one, two, three, four, or five stars, and it's going to be directly reflecting on his level of service, and it's going to directly reflect his future employment at Uber. And so it's an unbelievable experience, door-to-door service, clean, clean car. There's water waiting for me. I connect my Spotify to the to the to his radio, and I'm playing my music. It's an amazing experience. And the taxi drivers, they are so behind the ball. They're never going to be able to catch up. That's the world that we now live in. And Pamela, you would be able to talk about something that you're excited about for the next two hours, but I'm going to limit you to 30 seconds. So take the challenge. What's the one thing you're most fired up about right now? Well, I'm creating an online course that makes all of this, these concepts and the systems and the processes available to any business. So if you understand the why it's important, now we can move into how do we do it. So that's what I'm super pumped about because now there are no excuses. And if you're unable or unwilling to deliver an exceptional customer service experience and you end up closing your business, you have nobody to blame but yourself. Because now we have awesome training available for you. So super pumped. Exciting, Fire Nation. And guess what? You shouldn't go anywhere because we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. I don't need to tell you all about the importance of growing your online presence. You already know the key to growing any business successfully is having one. And it all starts with your home base, your website. But there are a lot of moving pieces that go into building a website, securing your URL, getting a hosting package, choosing a theme, the list goes on. Lucky for us, HostGator.com is your one-stop destination for all website and hosting needs. Whether you already have a website or you need one built from scratch, HostGator is key to helping you get your online presence started. They even offer 
free migrations if you have a site that's hosted somewhere else. Their award-winning 24-7, 365 support is unparalleled in the hosting world. Plus, they've just raised a bar by introducing their brand new optimized WordPress hosting plans. Get started with HostGator today by using promo code FIRE in the number 30. That's 30% off. Just visit HostGator.com and enter promo code FIRE in the number 30. As a business owner, your company is only as good as the people you hire, but quality candidates are hard to find, but not when you use ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter allows you to post to 100 plus job sites, plus they have an incredibly easy to use interface where you can watch new candidates roll in within just 24 hours. ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses, businesses just like the one Dan runs. Here's what Dan had to say about ZipRecruiter. The hardest part about running a business when you need to hire is that you have to spend extra time recruiting while you're short-staffed. But with ZipRecruiter, I've gotten quality candidates within 24 hours of posting a job. ZipRecruiter's website makes this process so much faster by letting me manage candidates in one place. Today, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. One more time to try ZipRecruiter for free, visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Pamela, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Uh, fire away, sir. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I, you know, I've always been an entrepreneur, so I don't know that that's a direct fair question for me, but I will tell you that I had one experience with a, with a corporation and they wanted me to think small. And I knew that I was not in the right place at that point. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm going back to where I belong. My peeps are in the entrepreneurial <laughs> space. What is the best advice you've ever received? My friend Robert Smith that I shared with you, that quote, always be thinking that you have power and it exists in the energy, the energy that you draw toward you, the energy that you project out to others. So make sure you're focusing on gratitude and service to others. The rest will follow. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? The personal habit that contributes to my personal success has to do with getting up and doing the same routine every single morning. And let me tell you guys, that's not easy for me. I don't like to work with it. I'm not like you, John. I don't come from the military <laughs> background. So it's, it's, it's very, very hard. But I wake up. I turn on my app, this new Nike training club, which I absolutely yeah. love. So I do that for about a half an hour, do a quick little meditation and just kind of get myself centered on the day. And then I get my kids ready for school. And that's it. What's a personal resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? You know, the one that I keep going back to is HubSpot. I mean, I go to a lot of websites. HubSpot is consistently putting out content that is just relevant. It's on point. It's it's done in a way that's just so easy breezy. So just go to their website. They've got just bazillions of articles in there on how to do anything. So yeah. love and those guys. Be careful because their headlines are so good. You will go down rabbit holes. Oh, dude, <laughs> I'm like, don't even get me started on oh, that one. I need to do that and that. I need to do that too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Pamela. It becomes a problem. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? You know, uh, I went to a TEDx event in Denver a couple of months ago, and I picked up a book that they were selling, and it's called How to Deliver a TED Talk. Now, a lot of people have no desire to get on the stage and deliver a TED Talk. However, the tagline 
to this book is called Secrets of the World's Most Inspiring Presentations. And I flipped through it. It's written by Jeremy Donovan. I flipped through it and I thought everybody that owns a business needs to read this because he really Mm. helps you understand how to frame your message in a way that gets people nodding their head yes and really keeps it on point. It's an awesome book. Quick read. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So I teamed up with audiobooks. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Pamela, this is the last question of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do, girl, in the oh next seven gosh, days? Oh my gosh, this is so great. Okay, I've got this. I got this figured out. Okay, first thing I would do is I decide what kind of clients I want to work with. I would get super niche specific. That's a discipline in and of itself. Just nail it all the way down to a thin slice niche. And then what I would do is I would create an ideal customer profile. And basically, this tells me exactly who it is that I want to work with, but more importantly, what would compel them to take action. So I write out, just like it's a a movie script, I write out a character development so I understand them psychologically, psychographically, demographic, everything about them. So that's all free, right? Now, spending the 500 bucks, this is good. Um, great <laughs> book that I read, Russell Brunson. Dot-com secrets. Oh, my God. Love that book. Okay. Map out what he calls a value ladder, and then you can start to monetize your awesome, cool thing, right? Um, the other thing I would invest in is a copywriting course because, you know, there's a lot of crap out there. <laughs> and if you want to stand out, it's not hard. You have to just write really, really good copy. Shout out to Nikki Ellis Brown. She's got a great course. Oh, dude, let's put that in the show link in the show notes because I need to get my hands on She's that. She's amazing. Right? Okay, cool. So learn how to copyright. Um, I'd also throw a few bucks, uh, bucks at those folks over at websolutions.com. Like very inexpensively, they'll set up my website for me. They'll do any sort of coding that I can't do. Um, I set up a CRM so I could do some email automation so people come to my website, get their contact information, and continue the conversation. And then this is the, the creme de la creme. You ready? Yes. I would invest in a training on how to retarget my website visitors yeah. through like a Facebook ad campaign. That's big money right now. So. Oh. Rick Mulready's FB Advantage. We'll put that in the show notes as well. Look at you. Pamela, let's end today on Fire Girl with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Okay, so uh, Pamela at theparagoneffect.com is my email, the, T-H-E, Paragon, P-A-R-A-G-O-N, effect.com. Now, um, I have... I have something to give to your listeners. Who likes a little something, something? I do, I do. Okay, okay. okay. So you could go on Amazon, get my book for 13 bucks, or you can get it for free, which works better for you. I'll take free, thank you. Awesome. Go to theparagoneffect.com slash fire. We're going to get in your hot little hands a PDF of my book, The Customer Manifesto. This is all about how businesses have failed customers and what it takes to earn loyalty. You are going to dial it down right there. I love everything that we're talking about right now because Fire Nation, they know this, Pamela. They're the (laughs) average of the five people they spend the most time with and we've been hanging out with Pamela and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Pamela in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop right up with everything that we've been talking about, the books, the resources. 
email Pamela directly. When we have people on EO Fire that actually share their email address, Fire Nation, take action. Reach out to them, Pamela at theparagoneffect.com. That'll be linked up in the show notes page. Get your free gift. Don't pay $13.50 on Amazon. Get it for free at theparagoneffect.com slash fire. That'll be linked up on the show notes page as well. And Pamela, anything else in regards to how we can connect with you? Just hop on over to the podcast. Let me know what sort of information you're looking for. What would help you better serve your customers? We'll get your questions answered on the podcast. Thanks so much. Pamela, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. My pleasure. Thank you. As entrepreneurs, we know that gaining an advantage over our competitors can have a huge impact on our success. And yet one of the easiest ways to gain a competitive advantage is one of the most overlooked, raising the bar on customer service. Lucky for us, we have eVoice. eVoice enables you to have your calls answered by well-trained live receptionists. Even better, you can take advantage of the service for as little as a couple hours a week or 24-7. Visit evoice.com slash fire for your extended 60-day free trial today. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. Join me on our upcoming live podcast workshop, where I'll teach you how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast, answer any questions you have, and give you a special gift. Visit podcastersparadise.com to claim your spot today. Today is your day, Fire Nation. Ignite.